What's up, everybody? It's Dan Binder Boneyard coming at you from the office. Um, been a little bit since the last one. Uh, I'm really gonna try hard to stay consistent. Um, you know, and you get pulled in a hundred different directions every day. It's uh, it, sometimes stuff slips through the cracks, and I am sorry um, for all the uh, people that donate on Patreon. You know, there's the ability you guys can actually donate, um, you know, dollar a month or whatever. Uh, you can set that up. So there are people that do that. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry that I'm not more consistent and I'm going to work on that. So, uh, yeah, if you are feeling generous and would like to support the consistency, you're welcome to go to Patreon and, and search for Binder Boneyard and become a, uh, a donor. <clears throat> but, uh, anyway, um, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, really appreciate that. Appreciate you. Um, uh, what's happening. Oh, uh, I want to say that we picked up a sponsorship. We are working with Holly now and, um, going to have some neat new things. Um, you know, we're going to be running the Terminator X on the travel all project that I haven't really talked about much. Um, we got a bunch of snipers coming through, um, on several jobs and, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, this whole thing with Holly, I think it's going to be really, really beneficial for everyone, not just, us at the shop, but for the international community, because we'll be able to have some input, hopefully, on some of the stuff that comes out. So I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, that's probably the biggest news. Um, got some other cool stuff coming down the line um, that I'm I'm excited about. Uh, I think 22 is going to be a really great year. Um, brought Josie in. Uh, she works with me now, uh, full time. She is assisting Aaron in part sales. She's pretty much doing all of the, um, online listings and packing and shipping. And Aaron is doing all of the phone sales and fuel tank packaging and, and crate building and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's really, really helping out. Um, just been selling like crazy online. So I appreciate everybody that's buying stuff. Super grateful. Um, yeah, just, uh, real helpful. So today's episode, we are going to talk about the last trip that we took. Um, this might end up being a long episode. <laughs> um, we delivered a travel all to, um, Crossville, Tennessee. Uh, so we had brought in several rigs from a collection over the summer and, uh, I posted this travel all up for sale and, um, Mario from Nashville, uh, he messaged me about it and was, interested. 
So we worked out a deal. Um, you know, he wanted it running and driving and road ready. And this thing had been sitting for like 15 years. So <laughs> it was all hands on deck. Um, you know, I pulled it up to the shop about a month before we needed to haul it. And I started the tune up process and started giving it the once over, making it, making a list of what needed what and where and, and, uh, you know, it didn't have a back seat and it was missing a few other things. And so we pulled a back seat from one of our other <clears throat> travel alls in the yard and, um, just started going through it. And then we pulled it into the shop and just started rehabbing everything. And, uh, so it was a 73, 10, 10 travel all. So it's a half ton, two wheel drive, independent torsion bar front end. So it was very low, uh, very comfortable. Uh, but it had a lot of, you know, obsolete and weird parts. Luckily, a lot of the suspension stuff had already been taken care of by the previous owner. Um, so we just had to focus on, on, you know, other mechanicals. And so everything was rusty. Like the doors hadn't been opened in 15 years. So once you opened them the first time, then they wouldn't close again because the latch is stuck in the open position. So every door got disassembled everything got lubricated and moved and, you know, moved and moved and moved and moved and, and kind of just worked back into service. And that's what I tell a lot of people about these projects. It's like, you know, you don't have to spend a fortune bringing your truck back to life. Uh, you can just start doing the simple stuff like cleaning, disassembling, cleaning, and reassembling. And in the disassemble process, you might find a broken part. But I've talked to some guys that are like, I need a whole new door for my scout. I'm like, what do you mean you need a whole new door? And they're like, the latch is messed up and this is messed up. And it's like, how about you take it apart and we just sell you a latch? And they're like, oh, okay, I guess. Or, you know, the lock rod falls off and they're like, I need a whole new mechanism because my lock rod is missing. It's like, well, how about we just sell you a rod and a little plastic clip and you can put it back together. It's, you know, I tell that to people all the time. It's, it's amazing what just cleaning and rehabbing stuff will do. So we went through this thing. Um, Steve put some time in on the back window to make the power back window work. We got all the doors working great, all the gauges working, uh, ran awesome, drove great, uh, had front disc, you know, had a disc brake front end, which is pretty special for that 73. Um, and so we were able to source hubs and rotors and all that, uh, new brake pads, get it all together, had the brakes working great. Um, yeah, just, just got it up to what Mario wanted. Uh, so, uh, hooked up the black truck to the enclosed trailer. Uh, did some maintenance on the black truck, changed the oil, topped off some fluids, tightened up some things. And, um, and we headed east, but we didn't go directly east. The weather was pretty questionable. 
Um, so uh, we decided to go a little bit longer and go south through Nevada and down into Arizona and then take Highway 40 straight across to Tennessee. Um, this delivery was also coinciding with the um, Creek and Trails get together. I think it's called Harvester in the Holler now. Um, but it was an event that Old Iron and GRC and, and the, you know, 615 Scout Club, they all put together this, this great event out of this farm in Crossville. Um, so anyway, we, uh, you know, uneventful trip. We did leave a little bit late, just like always. <laughs> because it, we were waiting on parts for the travel all or whatever, you know, just to, it had to be right. And to get it right, it was, um, you know, it ran over. So anyways, we didn't get to leave until Tuesday. Oh, where did we leave? Uh, Tuesday afternoon. And we made it to almost to Winnemucca, Nevada, Slept in the truck. Uh, thank God for the travelette. Uh, then made it down into Arizona, and we slept in the truck again in uh, Twin Arrows, Arizona. Uh, if you follow my Instagram, there are some pictures from there. And uh, it's kind of a neat little place. I mean, it's sad that it's deteriorated to what it's deteriorated to. But uh, it's kind of an interesting place to sleep. Um, one thing I will say about uh, Highway 40, it is the worst highway <laughs> of all of the highways that I have been across in the country. Uh, it is <clears throat> terrible, uh, especially Arizona. Like, I'm pretty sure... I caught air a few times on just terrible, you know, potholes and chunks of road missing and expansion joints that were just ramps. And, uh, you know, it's no wonder when you drive that highway that there's broke down trucks everywhere and spare tired and alligators just littering the roadway. People broke down. It, it's really, it's really awful. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I just, it, it was nice because we avoided all the weather. It was beautiful, you know, 80 degrees going through Arizona. Truck, black truck runs great. Um, you know, got it real dialed in. <clears throat> it was, uh, it's going good. And we hoteled it the next night. Uh, where was that at? <clears throat> Oklahoma. Henrietta, Oklahoma is where we made it to that night, hoteled it, and then rolled into Crossville the following night, um, unloaded the travel all, and then slept in the trailer, uh, which is kind of neat. And I don't know if neat's the right word, but we were able to just throw the air mattress down and, uh, you know, set up our sleeping bags and stuff and slept in the enclosed trailer. Uh, and it wasn't too bad. Uh, it's pretty comfortable. The air mattress is nice and, and all of that, but the, uh, it was cold, man. It was cold, uh, for, well, I shouldn't say that coming out of summertime into 27 degrees 
yeah, it's a little bit of a shock. Um, you know, by the end of winter, 27 degrees is a welcome temperature. But uh, but when you're still trying to adjust. Um, so we were a little bit cold the first night. Um, just didn't have, we didn't put all the blankets on the bed because we didn't think that we would need them all. And then turns out we needed them all. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> the event was cool uh the the farm that they have it at is pretty historic got some old barns and big pond and big trees and and just um it's just neat just uh it was a really nice venue you know and then uh, if you didn't know that crossville tennessee is the golf capital of tennessee so if you uh gotta go smack some balls uh go to crossville tennessee uh, so then, you know, it was neat kind of catching up with people. There's a lot of people there that I interact with on social media, but I've never met, um, you know, Lydia from Texas, IH Howler is another one, uh, um, Simon Fujifilm and his 800, uh, you know, and then, then all the people that I normally only see it the other big shows, you know, Mike from Scout Co and Randy from GRC and of course Levi from Old Iron. Um, you know, those guys were there because it was their show. But uh, yeah, just getting to meet everybody that you don't normally uh, meet. It was, um, it was good. Uh, you know, good food. Great get together. Um, just a lot of, of camaraderie. It was less you know, you go to the shows like uh, Nationals or, you know, um, Fall Rally or something like that. And it's a show, you know, there's judging and vehicle numbers and you know, you got classes and stuff like that. Whereas this particular event was like just a hangout. It was like a drinking party, you know, you just kind of everyone parks their rigs all together in this field. And then, you know, you just enjoy each other, tell stories, sit by the fires and, you know, that kind of thing. And it was a nice, um, nice little change from the usual show type, uh, atmosphere. So that was fun. Um, you know, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I know Josie enjoyed it. We got to eat at the waffle house several times, which is, uh, one of our, more favorite things to do. Uh, <laughs> we really enjoy, you know, cause we don't have a waffle house, uh, on the West coast. I think the closest waffle house to us is like Albuquerque, New Mexico. So, uh, yeah, having a waffle house, uh, experience is always on the top of our list. Um, so back to the show, uh, Mario love the travel wall, just couldn't stop driving it, fell in love with it. Um, they were hauling firewood with it. <laughs> like he just was immediately put it to use and was, you know, extremely pleased with it, which is great for us because I'm always nervous whenever, you know, it runs great for us and, you know, we use them and then, and then uh, I deliver it to the customer. And then two days later, it's, you know, Hey, what's this squeak or what's this doing? Or why is, you know, do I need to, pay attention to this or to that. And it's like, Oh God, I thought, you know, it should have been fine. 
Well, so, you know, when we ever deliver one, I, I'm always nervous. And Mario took it and just started driving the wheels off of it. And as far as I know, um, still enjoying it. Uh, I saw his post on Instagram the other day. They're trying to find a name for it still. Um, so, yeah, so it's a, it, it makes me happy when, when we have satisfied, satisfied customers. Um, and that also to, I hate selling trucks that we don't really have a handle on. You know, if you go back several years in podcasts, I tell a story about a scout I sold to Levi uh, that fell apart like 20 minutes after I dropped it off. And it wasn't a scout that we built per se. We did some work on it. I didn't pay enough attention to it uh, when it was in for work. And, and it, it was kind of a, you know, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't our scout. I consigned it. I sold it for a guy I knew and, and I, I didn't have enough time with it and it, and it, you know, ended up being a problem. So I don't like to do that anymore. If I'm going to sell a whole rig to someone, it needs to either be sold under the terms of as is, where is, or it needs to be signed off by us and, and be what it's advertised, you know? And so, you know, um, that's like the travel all that we sold Matt in Texas. He flew in and drove at home, you know, or the traveler that Molly bought that she flew in and drove home back to Texas also. Um, you know, so that's kind of where our, our model is anymore is to sell trucks that are drivers that you can run anywhere. They might not be the prettiest, but they, uh, you know, that will get you there. And I think that this travel all that we sold Mario could have done the same thing. Um, I, I believe with the amount of work that we put into it and just the bones that we started with, it was, um, it was capable of making the drive to Nashville on its own. And, uh, and that's what we joked about too on the drive was that if the black truck broke down, we could just unload the travel all and, and run it all the way. So, and I would have been fine doing it. Like I, I wouldn't have worried one bit about that. So, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, Mario was super happy. You know, uh, we impressed quite a few people at the show with just the fact that we brought it all the way and then, you know, and then what condition it was in when he got it. So, uh, yeah. So everyone was happy. We left and started our way back across the country uh, we made a vow that we were going to stop in Texas and eat a real Texas steak. So <laughs> we stopped outside of Amarillo at the big Texan steakhouse. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, that place was, uh, that was huge. Um, they had the 72 ounce steak challenge where if you ate, uh, a shrimp cocktail, a roll, a salad, and a 72 ounce steak and one and a drink also, uh, in an hour, it was free. <laughs> and there's been some crazy number, like 80,000 people have tried to do it since they started doing it in 1966 or something. And, uh, and so, yeah, so it was, it was funny to see all the, there was somebody trying it while we were there and she did not make it. But, uh, 
yeah, it's just funny. But uh, we enjoyed a very good meal there at the, the Big Texan and uh, continued our way back. Highway 40 going the other way, uh, east to west, still terrible. Um, at least we were unloaded and, um, you know, uh, it was just easier on the truck. Of course, you know, when you're not carrying a 5,000 pound travel all in the trailer, it's, it's easier on everything. So, uh, slept in the trailer a couple more times just to save money. Um, you know, these trips get expensive. I think I burned $1,700 in diesel or something ridiculous, um, going there and back. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a trip. Uh, one other notable thing is we, uh, got to stop in Havasu city, Arizona. Um, my buddy Merlin Johnson, uh, you might know him from Vegas rat rods. Uh, he lives there and, and we're pretty decent friends. Uh, so we ended up staying at his house, um, one night and, uh, he took us out to dinner and we got to hang out in the shop and he was showing us projects and stuff he's working on. His, his wife is very friendly and, and she and Josie hit it off real well. Uh, so, so yeah, so it's always good seeing Merlin. And then again, the weather was like 80 degrees and it was just perfect. Uh, couldn't have asked for a better, better time. Uh, and then headed up, you know, once we got off 40 back into Nevada and all that, the roads got infinitely better. Um, and then, oh yeah, we stopped in Battle Mountain, had dinner, uh, with, uh, another good friend, Mark Lake. Uh, he owns a little grocery store there in, in Battle Mountain and, uh, had a good dinner with him and his wife. Uh, Mark's been a big supporter of the business for a long time. Uh, we've built several rigs for him. He's bought, you know, a lot of sweatshirts and shirts and stuff. Just, just a super nice guy, real, real supportive of the business and everything. So, um, the truck we built for him, uh, this year won some awards at the fall rally. So I think that, uh, you know, helps him feel better about all the money that he spent here. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then we, um, headed out from there and headed home and it was a total, I think we were on the road for nine days and it was, you know, it was good to be home. The black truck is pretty comfortable. It goes great down the road. Um, you know, no, no real hiccups or hangups. Um, I think I had to splash some water in one day. Um, I had to put one quart of oil in, uh, about 6,000 miles round trip. I think we put on it and, uh, and yeah, I had to put in one quart of oil. So I was pretty happy with that. Didn't have any tire problems, trailer tire. Uh, ever since I've upgraded to these heavier trailers, uh, I haven't had any tire problems. In the old days, if you've known me for a while, you know my early hauls, I was having trailer problems. Because I just, like my first flatbed trailer had, you know, 3,500 pound axles. So it was a 7,000 pound rated trailer. And, you know, the tires just, they couldn't handle the, the abuse of terrible highways and, and 
you know, going five over the speed limit everywhere and, and all of that. So, um, I was constantly blowing up tires constantly. And then, uh, so I got the enclosed trailer about five years ago and, um, it's 14,000 pound weight rating, which is overkill. Um, just because the trailer itself weighs 4,000 and that, you know, I don't think I'm putting 10,000 pounds worth of truck in it. Uh, some of my trips to nationals have been heavy cause I'll have like a scout and then a whole bunch of parts, but I don't think I've ever got close to 10,000 pounds of cargo in it. But that being said, the trailer tires are like 12 ply. So being 12 ply, they can handle, you know, they can handle terrible roads and, um, because I'm not loaded at max capacity, they're, they're more than good enough for, um, for what I'm hauling. So I don't think knock on wood, I've ever had a trailer blowout, um, on the enclosed. I have stopped at like a rest area and seen like cords separating, uh, and had to change the tire. Uh, oh, coming back from King of the Hammers, we ran over a, something sharp and it was stuck in the tire. We had to change that, but, um, but I've been able to catch it. I haven't had any just full on failures. Like, uh, in my early days, I had a tire come off and, you know, tear the fender off. So, uh, and then when I got the flatbed trailer last year, uh, it's also a 14,000 pound tilt deck, 20 footer, uh, I think it's 20 feet. Yeah. Yeah. 16 foot tilt and a four foot flat. And, um, so again, that one's got 12 plies and other than a few cord separations, uh, it's also been great. And that trailer has been, uh, South Dakota and, and all over as well. So, uh, if you learn anything from that, it's just, you know, if you're going to have a trailer, get a little bit heavier than what you think you need and, uh, you know, make sure the tires are heavier rated, but no, uh, the whole trip was good. Um, you know, super, super grateful for all the support, all the people that follow along online, you know, and follow our adventures. Uh, I know people like to follow early on because it was like NASCAR and you were just waiting for the wreck, you know, what's going to fail, what's Dan going to break, what's going to blow up. And, and, uh, as exciting as that is for everyone at home, uh, it gives me ulcers so <laughs> to have a truck and trailer set up that doesn't constantly break down. Um, that's, that's very helpful. Uh, you know, the, the Allison transmission is just phenomenal. Uh, just, I can't ask for a better setup. And then that DT 360 in, the, in there is just a workhorse, just, just powers through. Uh, I do have 410 gears in the axle, so it's a little low. I would be much happier with like a 373, I think, cause it's got the power to pull the gear. It just runs out of RPM. Uh, you know, cause I'm governed at 2,700. Uh, if I ever do any modifications to it, I'll probably bump that up to like 3,200. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it just, some 373s would help with going down the road at, at top speed, but uh, otherwise, yeah, just, uh, just super happy, 
super, super happy with it. The dually rear end, just more stable towing, handles the load better. Um, you know, it's a Dana 70 HD rear end. So I'm, you know, it's got 37s flying axles. Uh, you know, they're big, beefy axles and just everything's heavy duty. Brakes are huge. Uh, the Dana 60 front, the king pins, it handles the weight of the engine better. It's got bigger brakes. Um, the truck has definitely gotten fat. Uh, when I bought the Travelette two wheel drive, 392, you know, solid straight I beam front end, it weighed 5,300 pounds. Now, with the one ton axles and the DT and the Allison and the flatbed and uh, the interior weight, everything we've added to that, uh, it sits at exactly 8,000 pounds. That truck weighs right on the money, 8,000 pounds. So, uh, she has gotten fat <laughs> and, you know, some of the fatness is helpful when it comes to towing and, you know, getting, not getting pushed down hills and, and things like that. But it kind of, it hurts it because the horsepower, you know, it needs more power to go down the road and a little more power to get trailers moving and stuff like that. But, you know, I am, I'm happy with it. It's getting, you know, 18 miles to the gallon empty and it gets about 11 miles to the gallon loaded. Uh, so yeah, I couldn't, couldn't be happier with that. So anyway, um, next podcast, we're going to go over some tech questions. I've been writing down a lot of the questions I've been getting online. Uh, and so we're going to, the next episode is going to be pretty tech heavy. So Anyways, thank you everybody for uh, following along, for all your Patreon support, all those. Um, we're coming up on Christmas, or so if you celebrate that, Merry Christmas, and other holidays, you know, you guys enjoy, spend some time with your families, uh, spend some time with your international. And until uh, next time, I'm Dan from Binder Boneyard.